This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by BHP. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the production of copper is critical. That's why BHP has committed to solar, wind and battery agreements to help power their copper mine at Olympic Dam in South Australia. It's happening now at BHP. Visit bhp.com slash critical to find out more. It's finally here. We're talking about the biggest women's sporting event ever held in Australia, the FIFA Women's World Cup. In this Squish Shortcut, we'll look at the rise and rise of women's football around the globe, the who's who of the 32 nations competing, and importantly, how our very own Matildas are looking. Squish Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. Claire, pretty extraordinary figures already for this Football World Cup. Hear me out. Ticket sales by last week had reached 1.25 million across Australia and New Zealand, making it the biggest standalone women's sporting event ever. It's a mouthful, but it's a very worthy mouthful. Yeah, it's blown the 2019 tournament in France out of the water and it hasn't even started yet. It's going to be huge. So just last week, the Matildas had a warm-up match against France in Melbourne and the crowd for that match, even though it was a friendly, it topped 50,000, which is an Australian record for a women's soccer match. Yeah, we're in full football fever mode. I'm seeing lots of promos on the telly. There was an activation at the Ferry Wharf when I got off this morning. Uh, It's all happening. There's four capital cities that are live sites for the event. We can't get enough, Claire, you and I. Mm. It's fair to say there's massive interest outside of us, though. It's a pretty new big thing. Yeah, it is. And look, it's only really been in the last 10 years or so that any woman in Australia could really make a living out of playing soccer Mm. or football, of course. Uh, So the Matildas of the 1980s and 90s and the 2000s were really etching out a living with jobs on the side. Yeah, we didn't have a national domestic competition here until the 2000s. The Women's League only kicked off in 2008. So it's pretty extraordinary how competitive the Matildas have always been on the international stage, really. We made the quarters of the World Cup in 2007, 2011, 2015, but got knocked out in the round of 16 in 2019. Yeah, we've batted above our weight, that's for sure. And one thing that has changed since the last World Cup, a lot more of our top players have headed to Europe to play for those really big teams. Sam Kerr with Chelsea, Ellie Carpenter with Lyon, Mackenzie Arnold with West Ham. We're only a couple of minutes in and we've mentioned Sam Kerr. That was bound to happen. It's the start of a pretty good list. Yeah, it really is. And if you compare the men's game, the A-League, the Aussie comp is really only minor on the international stage. So to test yourself against the best, you really need to go to Europe. And those iconic clubs like Real Madrid and the English Premier League started putting the big dollars around 
about a decade ago and by allowing women to do this as their only job, just like the men have for many, many years, Mm. the standard has just lifted and the media and the rights deals have followed pretty quickly. So that's where we've really seen the start of the game take off in the public consciousness. There's still a way to go, though. It was only this week that the Matildas released a video putting pressure on FIFA as well as Football Australia and reminding everyone that there's still a long way to go in terms of pay equity for women and prize money as well. Yeah, there really is. And there was a great line in that video that in 2013, the Matildas were still doing their own laundry and had to Mm. negotiate on that as part of their collective bargaining agreement. My call out from that video was they also prompted fans to get out to women's A-League games. A good Mm. reminder for us all that it's a great way to support women's sport. Claire, let's get into the nitty gritty now, the form guide for this World Cup, including for our very own Matildas. Before we get into what might be in the news next week, a message from our podcast advertiser, BHP. This week, they're keen to share with Squizzers how the resources they mine are key to the energy transition to renewable energy. Yeah, we often hear about the push towards renewable energy, but what doesn't get as much attention is the role resources play in making that transition possible. Take steel, for instance. It's a key material used in the construction of renewable energy infrastructure as well as in bridges, transportation, hospitals and schools. And a big part of it comes from iron ore. BHP says the importance of responsibly produced Australian iron ore is clear. And by that, they mean reducing the greenhouse gas emissions associated with iron ore production. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power their port facilities at Port Hedland. It's happening now at BHP. And if you want to learn more, visit bhp.com forward slash critical. You'll find that link in your episode notes. Claire, we have to open by shouting out to our resident squeeze football expert, Anthony. He reckons that despite the Matildas ranking of 10th in the world, they are coming in hot. <laughs> so Anthony, who is a real person, Kate, he's not someone that we've made up. Uh, no, he is real. someone who knows his stuff when it comes to football. He really called it for us in the Men's World Cup in Argentina. So we've decided that we're going to back him again in his Mm. predictions. Um, Of course, Sam Kerr doesn't need much of an introduction. She kicked the winning goal in the FA Cup back in May. So that's the best women's league in the world and Kerr has been very dominant. Yeah, Anthony says that she's obviously a big part to this and I don't think that's a big surprise, as you said. It's not just her, though, of course. It's a team sport. There's no I in team, Claire, as we all <laughs> learn. Other Aussie players, Steph Catley and Caitlin Ford, have been playing for Arsenal in the same league. They've had really good seasons. So too has Mary Fowler. She's my personal favourite. Mm. She got us that one nil win against France the other night. Yeah, she is pretty special, as they would say. Uh, she's coming off a bad back injury, but Anthony reckons that after watching that match against France, the Matildas' defensive structure is looking super solid. Uh, That is a quote from Anthony. I haven't just made that up on the fly. Uh, They were playing fifth-ranked France and there were just no gaps all night and in a really great sign with that massive crowd that was there, there didn't appear to be any nerves either from the Matildas and the whole team were really comfortable on the ball all night. You talked about this in Saturday Squiz after watching the Disney documentary on the Matildas and the fact that they've been preparing themselves Mm. by playing really tough 
tough matches under coach Tony Gustafsson. So Claire, Anthony did say that, but I think that you're well placed to, <laughs> to know what you're talking about. So, the, I mean, I guess the thing here is we're a genuine contender despite our ranking. Let's talk about the rest though. The top four teams in the world are the USA, then Germany, Sweden, followed by England. Yeah, and look, the US are the number one for a reason. They've won the last two World Cups and they are clear favourites. One thing about this World Cup is that a lot is being played in New Zealand Mm. and the US are playing all of their group matches there. So it's only if and when they get past that group stage, which they probably will, let's face it, as the number one team in the world, uh, they'll be coming over to Australia for some matches then. Yeah, it'll be some upset if they don't make it through their group stage, Mm. that's for sure. Sweden are also based in New Zealand for their group games. But it's interesting, most of the pundits and the bookies are favouring fourth-ranked England to go deeper in the tournament than Sweden or even than the second-ranked Germany. Yeah, the Germans had a surprise defeat to Zambia recently while the Lionesses, the English team, they're in really good form. They won the European Cup last year. Prince William is their number one fan and he went pretty wild. They've got royalty on their side. I don't know if that's a help or a hindrance (laughs) at the moment. That's the top four. Outside of that, apart from, of course, Australia, who are the other ones to watch, according to Anthony? Well, according to Anthony, have a look at Spain. They're ranked sixth in the world and he says they've got arguably the world's best female footballer, Alexia Putellas. I think that's blasphemy at the moment, Claire, because I thought Sam Kerr was the best player in the world. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. And look, it's a bit of a coin toss when it comes to Kerr and Putellas, but she did beat out Kerr for the Ballon d'Or two years running. So if she can find her best form, and that's a big if because she's returning from injury, Spain will be a genuine contender. And don't write off France either. We just beat them and, gee, they're going to be fired up to turn things around. Yeah, there's nothing like a loss to get you yeah, to get you riled up for a win. So many great matches to watch if you're lucky enough to be able to get to a game or even just on the television, of course. Mm. Uh, you can watch many games on Channel 7 or on Optus Sport. The Matildas kick it all off against Ireland on Thursday night, 8pm, then a week later against Nigeria. And this World Cup goes for quite some time, Claire. Our final group match against Canada is on the 31st of July. We have to place at least second in the group to get through to the round of 16. Oh, yeah, that's easy. We're absolutely going to do that. And <laughs> look, we really do want to land, though, at the top of that group because it means all going well for England. We can actually avoid a clash with England at that next stage. Yeah, how's that for a talking point? I feel like that's a real nugget of, <laughs> a nugget of information that you can use to impress your mates. This whole tournament will continue all the way until the 20th of August. The final is in Sydney on that night. Here's hoping the Matildas make it that far. What a dream that would be. Let's get into our recommendations. Each week we give you a recommendation for some further reading, listening or watching. As I said, to the talking point, if you would like to dazzle your colleagues with your inside knowledge of all our players, the Sydney Morning Herald's football writers have got a great form guide on all the players and teams. Yeah, good one. I've bookmarked that one to have a good read because it's always good to know there's so many teams and good to know who they are. Uh, And look, in case you missed this in our Squiz recommendations, I do recommend that Disney Plus 
Plus series about yeah. the Matildas. It is a really good watch. I watched a bit more of it on the weekend and enjoying it thoroughly. Yeah, that is a good recommendation. All of those are in your episode notes. That's all. Thank you for listening to this episode of Squiz Shortcuts. Squiz Shortcuts are now two a week, dropping on Tuesday at midday and Thursday at midday every single week. There's always one with an international flavour as well because we know Squizzes love international news. So make sure um, you hit follow wherever you're listening to your podcast so you get an alert when those episodes drop. Until next time. Kate Watson, co-host of News Club and The Weekly Wrap, jumping in here to say thank you for listening to our podcasts first and foremost. And if you like them, we'd really appreciate it if you could share them. Tell your mates about us. Tell your family. Tell your barista. Tell your hairdresser. Whoever you think might be interested in the news that we cover. You telling people about us is still the number one way we grow. Thanks in advance.